0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's uh, Mel Herbert here. It's Thursday, it's December 19th, and this is Elon Daily. It's part of what? Come on, you can say it. It's part of Talking Tesla, and it's a network of shows. It's an actual network of shows. And today, let's talk about Ford. Um, this is from CNBC. Ford is going to add 3,000 jobs in the Detroit era by investing $1.45 billion on what new trucks, uh, SUVs, uh, electric, yay, and autonomous vehicles? Now, this article doesn't go into it in too much detail, and I was a bit disappointed, but it's good that there's some investment going on there. 3,000 jobs in the Detroit area, we like that. They talk about, you know, the Ford F-150 is the biggest selling thing, and then they talk about, you know, SUVs and people really like them, but they really, in this article, do not talk much about, well, how much of this is going to be in electrification there, forty Ford. I'm a little bit, as you know from the last few days, disappointed in the traditional car manufacturers and their commitment to uh, charging infrastructure, their commitment to trying to keep up with Tesla. They seem to be just giving up. So I would like to hear more about this, because if three quarters of those cars that they're going to build in this new Detroit uh, stuff is going to be electric, that'd be great, but I doubt it. And did you see this? I saw it in electric. There's been a bit of a leaky leak from Tesla where it looks like the dual-motor Model 3 is going to get a boost, an acceleration boost. So I think the way this worked was, is uh, as people were buying their Teslas, um, there was a sort of a fine print mode that said uh, an acceleration boost would be available for $2,000 extra dollars. This apparently is not ready for prime time because it's hidden and I don't know if you can find it again now. So, obviously, Tesla's been doing some sort of over-the-air firmware updates and the rear-wheel Model 3, and I think the dual motor got like a 5% increase in power, and this looks like they can do some even more increase in power, but they're going to make you pay for it. How much faster is this going to be? Is it uh, just the dual motor? It appears to be just the dual motor. How much uh, the dual motor versus how much faster you'll be able to go in the performance edition? I don't know. But again, it's just this constant reminder That over-the-air updates, software, firmware over-the-air updates via Tesla can significantly improve the car all the time. And it's one of those things that's hard to get to other people who drive traditional cars to understand that you buy this car and, yeah, it's expensive and all that stuff. But it gets better all the time. The software gets better all the time. And even the firmware, uh, the speed at which it can drive and accelerate and all that gets better all the time. Now, other people are trying to catch up on this. But so far, Tesla is again way ahead on this. But it's very cool. Would I pay two thousand dollars to accelerate faster? Probably not, because uh, it accelerates fast enough. But if you were uh, you really want to get the most performance out of your car, you're probably going to drop two grand on this puppy. You're probably going to do it. Now, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, SpaceX had a little rockety rocket launch a couple of days ago, and they stuck the landing. Thank you. It's somewhere, I said last time I thought it was in the 20s, but it's actually in the high 40s that they've done this relanding thing. And they tried to catch the nose cone. They've got a few rockety rockets on that, but it's nowhere near as maneuverable as the first stage. So they send out the boats with the big nets, and they tried to catch uh, both of these uh, fairings, but that didn't work. Uh, Mrs. Tree and Mr. Chef is what these boats are called. So it didn't work, but they're getting closer, and uh, this is technically very difficult, but these uh, nose cone bits are $6 million each, and I guess if they smash into the water, that's not too good for them. So good try. Keep going. It's going to be exciting when they start to be able to capture these uh, on the routine. One wonders how they'll do that, whether they're going to have to put some more rockety rockets on these things so that they're a bit more predictable as about where they're going to land so that the the... Boats with the big uh, nets can catch them better. Uh, I don't know. I'm watching it closely, though. Very exciting. And it is official here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that EV tax credit in the United States has not been extended. There is a couple of Republicans that said they view this credit as benefiting rich Californians and Tesla. And of course, the retort to that is, well, what about the $20 billion in tax credit that goes to the fossil fuel industry? How about that? Thank you very much. So whenever people talk about these tax credits, you've got to look at the entire industry. It is an area of angst, though, for a lot of people. And Elon, I think, has quite honestly said, get rid of all of them. Get rid of them for us, fine. But also get rid of them for the oil and gas industry, these huge tax credits to go out and find more oil and gas and the other areas that they have. Just get rid of more, Okay, Level the playing field for everybody. It's just too bad that what gets reported constantly is like it's an EV tax credit, it's an EV tax credit. Well, let's talk about the fact that the fossil fuel industry gets enormous tax credits as well. Let's talk about that, okay? Let's make it fair. Here in California, they're doing a little bit differently. They're actually going to increase the EV tax credits, but they're also going to have how much money do you uh, make in there? Because I agree, if you're somebody making, you know, $500,000 a year, do you really need a tax credit compared to somebody who's making $50,000 a year that wants to get an EV. Okay, that might be a big argument there, and I've probably opened a can of worms. But I like the idea that these tax credits should go sort of trickle down, down to the people who are making less but would like to get into EVs. And those people that theoretically can afford the EV without the tax credit, maybe they shouldn't get the tax credit. But I'm an Australian, right? Grew up in a socialist country. These things don't scare me. And speaking of the home country, oh my gosh, I'm sure you've all heard what I've talked about on here, the fires, they're just terrible there right now. And they're having another heat event, which is a little bit complicated about why it's occurring, but Australia has been getting significantly hotter in the last 50 years, just as the whole world has, and drought has been becoming more and more of a problem, and these bushfires are getting worse and worse. But they are having a heat wave there that is just like, what the heck? There are places where the temperature is not going underneath 40 degrees Celsius, even overnight, which in Fahrenheit... Is 104, and there are places that are getting up to 50, 51 degrees Celsius, which is over 120 degrees, like 123, 124 degrees Fahrenheit. It is insane, and Australia is on fire, and it is a tragedy. It's terrible. And don't get me started on the modeling for places like Australia and California in the decades ahead. Oy. It'll make me depressed. But let's not be depressed. Let's talk about something much more interesting, which is that Rivian says that they have now the best battery tech ever. So they've got a new cooling system that they're going to put in their trucks and SUVs that are coming out next year. And they say that uh, that gives them the best energy density or the volumetric energy density because the cooling of the batteries is a big part of the volume of the, of the battery. So you've got your cells and stuff, but then you have to cool them. We all know that now, that really to look after these batteries, you want to keep them in the right range. And so they say they've got a new way of doing this that makes you know, overall their battery pack really, really volumetrically energy efficient. We'll have to see what Tesla has to say about that, but I like these uh, improvements because it's not just about the cell and it's not just about the goop in the cell, it's a lot about the cooling of the cell. And then batteries that haven't had cooling, like the first generation LEAF, for example, and maybe still, I'm not sure they do a liquid cooled LEAF, um, it can really result in significant degradation of the battery over time. So... Good on you, Rivian. I hope you sell a lot of these. It's a much more traditional truck. I'm sure you've seen it. It ain't no Cybertruck-looking thing, and that's good. I wish them every success. I'm hoping that they're going to steal giant parts of the market from the Ford F-150, although they are not going to be able to go up in volume very much. I think the max that they're planning on, at least initially, is maybe 100,000 of these puppies, but I think they're going to sell tons of them. It's a much more traditional truck. It is nowhere near a cyber truck looking thing, but it is a cool-looking truck. And that's going to be something that a lot of people are going to prefer this puppy than the Tesla. But we will see. And I got an update on the Model 3 delivery. They said, choose a day you don't want to go and get the car between now and the end of the year. So I ticked off Christmas as a day that I can't leave the house or I'll get in trouble. And all the other days, okay. But again, you know... They're going to have, the delivery centers are going to be on fire because they're trying to deliver a ton of these. They're way behind. We will see what the numbers are at the end of the year, but at the same time, China is really ramping up. So this last quarter, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the last week of the last quarter, how many deliveries will occur. But I expect that that number will be quite huge, quite enormous, and quite large. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hubbard. The show is Elon Daily. Give us a rating and review become a patron, going to send out some more patron stuff this weekend, got a little input from the patrons about uh, what we could do to make them happy, because we want to make the patrons happy because they help pay for the show, and i got to tell you uh, that it really does help, because the show does cost some cash to put on, and in addition to everybody's time, it's nice to be able to get supported so that uh, we're not so much of out-of-pocket as we otherwise would be, so we love the patrons, we love everybody, we love anybody that will listen to this ridiculous show, but we especially love, we especially love the patrons, they're like the kid of all your kids that you like the most, but you're not allowed to say, that's the patron kid. Herb it out. Talk to you tomorrow.